Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. After weeks of takeout and curbside, when might you actually be able to sit down at a restaurant? Table for two, anyone? For The Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris. It's Thursday, April 23rd, 2020. Here are the latest coronavirus numbers from the state health department, and we're starting to see more drilled-down information per county. Overall, 3,017 confirmed cases and 179 deaths in Oklahoma from the coronavirus. The number of people currently hospitalized is 284. That's down from 298 hospitalized on Wednesday. As Oklahoma prepares to reopen for business in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, the number of initial unemployment insurance claims dropped for the second week in a row. The Oklahoman's Paula Burks reports unadjusted initial claims in Oklahoma totaled 40,297 for the week ending April 18th, a decrease of over 14,000 from the prior week of over 54,000. All this according to the Oklahoma Employment Security Commission. That 40,000-plus number is still historically high. The one-week record prior to the COVID-19 pandemic was fewer than 10,000 initial claims. Starting on Friday... Personal care businesses can reopen for appointments only if they adhere to strict sanitation protocols and are in communication communities that do not have more restrictions in place. Governor Kevin Stead, who is following some White House guidelines, announced a plan Wednesday for reopening personal care businesses, such as hair salons, barbershops, spas, nail salons, and pet groomers statewide, just in case Fluffy needs a trim. They all must adhere to social distancing and sanitation guidelines from the Oklahoma Department of Commerce. The second phase of the plan would allow churches and additional businesses, including restaurant dining rooms, movie theaters, gyms, tattoo parlors, and venues for sporting events to open on May 1st, with some stipulations. Restaurants were among those businesses tucked into that second phase. Our food editor, Dave Cathy, provides more details. Hey everybody, it's Dave Cathy, the food dude, with an update for your Thursday uh, bleeding over into Friday. Yesterday, we're about 24 hours past when Governor Stitt made the big announcement that he was going to be opening the state for business in phases. Um, a lot of pushback on that uh, going around, but this is the way. This is where we stand right now. And the big question on a lot of people's minds right now is, what about the restaurants? When will restaurants reopen in full? When are they going to be able to able to open their dining rooms? Um, there's been a lot of speculation just in the last 24 hours. A lot of people getting on social media and talking about how they were going to be open the first day they could. Well, I can tell you that nobody knows for sure when they'll be opening as far as restaurants are concerned, because right now the governor is uh, is reviewing some regulations for reopening dining rooms. He created a task force a couple of weeks ago made up of uh, food service professionals wanting their recommendations on what they thought a dining room ought to look like uh, on the other side. Uh, and of course, since the pandemic has not ended, uh, then obviously the dining rooms will not be able to fill up. We're going to have to practice social distancing even in there. And there's going to be all kinds of things that are going to have to be done. Anyway, the governor is looking at those things right now. I know that the uh, recommendations were made early in the week. I was told they could be ready as uh, the official regulations could be open or could be available as early as today. Now, the reason I 
am, am sort of hedging on saying when restaurants will reopen is because I know for a fact that among the recommendations made were a 10 to 14 day delay uh, beyond the first day of the, the businesses back open. That would mean no earlier than May 10th is what the is what the restaurant professionals are recommending. Now, whether or not the governor signs off on that, it, it, we'll have to wait and see. So that's where things are right now. In the meantime, uh, money from the Paycheck Protection Program has begun to trickle in. Uh, and, well, actually, it's landed in a lot of cases, and actually that fund ran out, and the Congress just had to go and and uh, pump some more money into it on Tuesday. Nevertheless, some operators did receive their money. Some have, some have not. Those that have are now starting to, those that have received it and were not doing carryout or t- uh, delivery service are now doing those services uh, starting this week. Uh, Cafe Cacao started on Wednesday. Cafe Antigua starts on Friday. Uh, Hal Smith is going to reopen some of his restaurants on Monday. Uh, Good Egg Dining is going to reopen some of their restaurants on Tuesday. Again, this is all just for carryout and delivery. Uh, beyond that, Wait to be seen. Check out a story I have on Sunday. It's going to talk a lot more about uh, about the details of who's opening and when. And it's also going to detail uh, some stuff about the uh, Paycheck Protection Program that has been a little bit problematic for the restaurant industry. Uh, the, the policy was not written strictly for restaurants, but the National Restaurant Association is certainly hoping that uh, there will be a targeted uh bailout for the restaurant industry coming uh they've got some they've got some talking points on that that they're sharing and i'll have some of that information in sunday story you'll want to check that out meantime stay clean out there and stay home more to come from the food scene and a hurting local restaurant industry one industry you might expect to be profiting from the shutdown is the pawn shop industry i found out that's not necessarily the case up next, you'll meet Brett Fisher. He's a longtime owner of Dean's Drive Through Pawn Shop. It's located on South Robinson in Oklahoma City. In the last five weeks, when this pandemic kind of started, people are not pawning anything. It is so far down the numbers of people, which, one thing, they're doing their social distancing. They're staying at home, like the like the governor, Governor Stitt, uh, and the rest of the world, and, and the country. Um, but this is, this doesn't kind of surprise me much because this has been happening for the last three or four years. And this has been statewide. Um, I've done a lot of talking with a lot of pawnbrokers around, uh, used to be, the president of the Oklahoma Pond Broke Association was the treasurer for eight years. Uh, a lot of good friends of mine are still on the board. I'm no longer. Um, but we have seen a decline in people coming in and needing our service. And I've read articles in magazines, National Pond Brokers magazines, basically stating kind of the same thing over the last two or three years that people don't own anything anymore. They've sold all their gold. When gold has been so high for so long, they've taken every scrap chain, everything out of of there because they could get so much more out of it than selling it to an individual, pawning it. They get top, you know, 97, 98% of their gold value and they get cash right then. 
find more of that interview with Mr. Brett Fisher on our website, oklahoma.com, in video form. My colleague Josh Delaney has plenty more of written words, though, to go along with this topic. It's on the front page of Thursday's editions of The Oklahoman and also online on our website. I'm Nuria Martinez-Keel. You're listening to The Source. Coming up Friday, it's our weekly news recap podcast, The Source. With Kayla Branch on furlough, Nuria Martinez-Kill handles the hosting duties, chatting with Carmen Foreman about what we saw at the Capitol this week, and with managing editor Don McCoy about the oil industry turbulence. Download The Source podcast from wherever you get your podcasts and from Oklahoma.com. Also, we expect to hear from Oklahoma City Mayor David Holt on Friday. We'll have the live webcast when it happens, likely around 1 p.m. on Oklahoma.com. If you'd like to support our efforts, and I would appreciate that, go to Oklahoman.com slash subscribe to check out more digital offerings. For my colleagues at The Oklahoman, I'm Dave Morris. Stay weather aware just in case again tonight. Wash your hands and have a great night, everybody. Everybody.